Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them. Hey there, good people, sexy people. Welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host. And uh, of course, I always appreciate you guys taking a moment to stop by. Catch me on YouTube patreon.com twitter and all of those with the handle at game on with jack check out the player shop triple w game on with jack that shop that is where you can um you know you can get uh some great deals on some of the affiliate links that i'm providing there big fan of the vintage gentleman products if you haven't checked their stuff out go ahead and do so going to be adding some more because there's a lot of products that I use that I want to recommend you guys uh, enjoy also. And there are at least five ebooks up there that are all full of great tips. I like, how do they say it? Chock full of great tips. Um, and, um, you know, everything from like kettlebells to injury proofing your core, which, you know, I always say you guys, I'm not a doctor, but if you can strengthen that core up, you will be surprised how much, uh, just how much you protect your body overall. Like the core is so, so important. Um, but yeah, even like March Madness tips, like some of you guys don't know what March Madness is, but want to get in on it. Don't want to sound like, you know, you're, uh, confused as hell when your buddies are talking about it. Boom. All these ebooks are up there currently on sale. So jump in there and take advantage of it. That sale will end at the end of March. So the prices will go up. Uh, don't get, Left behind, don't miss out. Take advantage of it now, you won't regret it. Tonight's episode is part two of Ask Jack. You guys were awesome in sending me all these cool questions. And uh, I didn't want the show last week to go over a half hour. So I split it up and I'm going to tackle the rest of your questions right now. So starting with, <coughs> excuse me, guys, you know it's allergy season. So your boy Jack's got a you know, your man Jack said, get his cough on every so often. So, um, at fit and fierce writes in, what are some tips for maintaining a healthy work life balance? We had a similar question or a couple questions about that last week, but I'm going to answer this one because it's obviously important to you guys about, you know, work life balance and what that means. And, um, you know, especially now that we are in this era of uh, teleworking, you know, where we survived the pandemic, thank God, and, and um, it opened up our eyes as as a, a species to the possibilities that were, you know, at our fingertips in terms of just remote connecting and, and working that way. So that also changed the game in terms of, of work-life balance. You know, before life was 
life at home was when you're at home or you weren't at work and you went to work, it shifted to being, you know, what, who you were and what you did at the job. Now with teleworking, now with people pursuing uh, new possibilities as entrepreneurs or uh, working, you know, in, in alternate work schedules, you know, maybe you have like four days on one day off, or maybe you, you're off, you're working from home constantly until you have to go into the office. Things are different. The work life balance game is totally um, upside down right now, but it, in a good way, in terms of like, there's a lot of possibility on what you define as your work life now. Um, as I said last week, I don't believe in the word balance because nothing is ever 50 50. I believe in harmony. And, you know, a, a great example of that, is I love jazz, and I think I've said that before. Um, I'm not a jazz expert. Don't start bringing up, you know, you know, Jack, did you like when, you know, Miles Davis played this note in this song? I'm not that good, guys. I'm not that good. I know what I like, and, and I, I like what I know, and I'm always open to new music recommendations. But if you listen to jazz, jazz is about harmony. It's not about balance. You know, there's times when the, the trumpet players blast and do solos and, and riffs, and then they go quiet and they let maybe the, the sax guy step up or whatever. And then the drummers, and then maybe the, the pianist, take, you know, takes a whack at shining out while the other instruments go a little bit quieter. That's harmony. That's not balance. So tips for maintaining your healthy work-life balance. Number one, what works for you? You know, there's been moments when you have felt good, you have felt great in the game of your job, whatever it is. What did things look like when you felt that good? All right, so try and repeat that. What can you do? The second tip, take a look at what you can do from home for work. Take a look at what you can do for home. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> look at what you can do for work from home. Then look at what you can do for home from work. For example, a lot of people, you know, you know, you might have kids at home that are old enough to stay by themselves, but you still want to be able to check in on them. You know, do you have one of those, uh, do you have a, a cam system in your house you can watch from work that will give you some peace of mind about how your kids are doing? If you're at home, can you telework? Can you reach into the office? Can you attend meetings? Can you submit memos, whatever it is, all from the, the comfort of your home? So one, find out what works for you? You know, when you were at your peak, what did work-life balance look like? Two, find out what possibilities you have to impact work while at home and home while at work. Uh, three, see what else is going on with you. You know, if you don't have a, a, um, a regular doctor, go get one, get a physical. If you don't have a regular therapist, go get one, get a mental physical. You want all these questions answered so you can figure out you know where you're at it's hard to figure out a balance if you don't know where you're starting off at and then lastly you know talk to your hr people talk to your supervisor you know and if you have one if you're your own boss then you kind of got to figure out you know you have to in a sense talk to the business see when the business does its best and where you're at in position to it but always remember that while your life will be greatly impacted by you having a job or not, you cannot have a work existence. You cannot have a job without having a life. And there are tons of people 
who have had to, you know, who have sacrificed family obligations and communications and so on for the pursuit of, you know, a bigger job, a bigger promotion, et cetera, only to later on in life regret, you know, broken relationships, um, estranged family and friends, et cetera. So I hope those tips work out fit and fierce. Um, good luck with that. Next up, muscle mania. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're into the, the fitness category now. How do you stay motivated to work out consistently? Muscle mania, great question. Couple things. One, um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that you already work out and that, you know, you know what you can and cannot do in terms of health. I, I like to set a goal. So if the goal is like, for example, I want to be able to bench press X amount of, of uh, pounds or run a particular distance in a period of time, whatever it is, I set a goal. Two, um, I like to figure out how to work up to that goal. So if I want to run a 5K and I haven't ran in forever, I might download Nap. I might start to, you know, read Runner's Magazine, that kind of thing. So I set a goal. I set steps up to get me to that goal. Three, I have always found it super beneficial to work out with people who were better at the game than I was. So when I was running, and it's been a while because I hate, I hate running, I would train with people who were much better runners. They would dust my ass. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see them for blocks, <laughs> okay? But I got better than had I worked out with people who were at the same level that I was, you know, rookies, beginners. Same with weightlifting. When I wanted to, you know, maybe increase my squats or, or bench press more or more pull-ups, I trained with people who were better than I was because there were little tricks and tips that I would pick up from them that would, would make me better at what I was trying to do in terms of fitness. <clears throat> and it helped me stay consistent because I was seeing gains, right? So it's hard to say stay consistent when you're not seeing improvements. When you work out with people who are better than you, I was seeing improvements all the time. Uh, lastly, what helps me to stay consistent is to change my program of whatever it is, at least about once every two months, at least. So, for example, I just finished this great push-up program. It's a six-week program that by the end of six weeks, you sh you can do 100 push-ups without stopping, okay? It's six weeks. You go through it. There's three categories. There's one for beginners, one for intermediate, and there's one for advanced, right? So the first one I did, I started with the beginner column. Boom, went through it. And then the month after that, I went back to kettlebell routines, even kettlebell routines that I hadn't done before. And then after a month or two of the kettlebells, I went back to column two of the push-up. So if you keep it fresh, if you keep it enjoyable, um, you'll find it a lot better to stay motivated, to work out consistently. And I, I include rest days. You got to have a rest day or two. If you don't, your body's going to tear apart and mentally you're going to get bored. And you're going to, you know, jack up your uh, your workout routine. It's very important also that, you know, in addition to rest days, that you listen to your body. Because if you're hurt and you push it, you're going to have a setback. And when you have a setback and then you're not, you're going to lose gains that you've seen 
it's going to be too hard to stay consistent. And I, I've, I have friends that, you know, that, that keep me boosted when it comes to working out. Um, so, you know, definitely having external forces to kind of keep pushing you is important. Um, changing your routine and, you know, listen to yourself. What, what do you like to do that's physical that, that you could keep doing without having to be like nagged or, or, or constantly pushed? Some guys I know they don't run, they don't lift weights, but they can play basketball or soccer or football all day long. Shit, go do it. You know, if you can play basketball three or four times a week, shit, get out there and do it. So enjoying what you do is important. There's nothing worse than trying to work out and doing a program that you hate because you're not going to, if you can stick at it, you're going to be terrible at it and you're not going to get the benefits you could if you enjoyed it. If you stay consistent long enough, you become a gym rat, which is a compliment. <laughs> it becomes a habit. So days that you don't work out, you're going to be like, oh, shit, man, tomorrow I want to get back to the gym and do it and don't beat yourself up. So no guilt because that will, you know, erode at your desire to keep working out. MP75 writes in, what are some easy and healthy meal prep ideas for busy men? Ooh, damn good question. Okay, so um, number one, plan, 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 plan out your week. Don't try and plan anything more than uh, five to seven days uh, in advance. Number, why? Because you're going to, you should have a lot of vegetables in there and, you know, anything past that, you're not going to have two weeks of vegetables because shit's going to go bad, you know? So plan a week out. I like to plan meal prep on Saturdays and Sundays, Saturday, I try and figure out Sunday. I'll go to the grocery store super early in the damn morning. So it's not a bunch of people out there and drive me nuts. Um, so yeah, meal prep, because if you're trying to, if you're trying to eat when you're busy and you're stressed out, you're going to eat shit food because shit food is like 90% of what's available and fast. Okay. So, uh, plan, um, look at what you've been neglecting in terms of, you know, your, your food. If you know, you haven't eaten a lot of vegetables recently, incorporate a bunch of, you know, very green friendly meals. If you know your protein is low, boom, look at throwing something in there in terms of, um, you know, in terms of, of getting in chicken or protein shakes or, you know, your lean meats. So, you know, incorporate that also. And um, throw in a cheat meal, you know, because it's kind of like working out. <laughs> Human beings, we like some kind of gratification, you know, otherwise it becomes just tedious and we're going to quit. So if you plan things out that lets you make things easy, um, I'm a big fan of, of crock pots also, so and air fryers. So you can have a, two crock pot meals and just prep it in the morning, dump in the crock pot, turn it on, walk out, come back, boom, dinner's ready. So also, you know, look at devices that can help you out. Hell, a crock pot, I'm sorry, not a crock pot, air fryer. I threw a frozen steak in an air fryer for 20 minutes, 18 minutes, flipping it over at nine minutes, both sides. Shit was phenomenal. Easiest steak I've ever made in my life. I'll never grill a steak again. So shit like that will make meal prep easy for you. And um, and also give you delicious options that are also healthy for you. So good luck with that. Mindful writes in, what are some ways to improve your mental health as a man? Uh, once again, folks, I'm not a therapist, not a, not a trained counselor, but... Um, going and getting your, your mental health physical, go 
you know, talk to your HR department, talk to your employee assistance program out of your job, whatever the job is. Uh, call your insurance people. Say you want a, a therapist that fits into your your insurance plan and that is, you know, nearby. Go in there and just say, hey, I, I'm human and I just I want to find out how I'm doing and what I could do better and how my mental health is and just go from there. In addition to that, um, you know, try and avoid, try and substitute negativity. I said avoid, and I want to take that word back. Why? Because you can't avoid anything. To avoid something is really to empower it because you are giving it the energy of fear. You're running from it. But to substitute something in in place or in lieu of of a thing is to redirect that energy. So instead of avoiding negativity, focus more on positivity. You know, read positive things. Instead of watching the news all day long, which is, you know, typically full of just not good things. And I don't mean that from... <laughs> All the media's uh, conspiracy and, and corporate America or the world or shadow government media. I just mean that the media, your lead headlines on any broadcast channel anywhere are going to be negative because that's how they, they sell ratings or that's how you get ratings, ratings and, and sell papers or whatever. Um, but yeah, read something positive. Uh, put positive, your positive shit in your brain, positive things, your brain diet. Your, what are you ingesting every day? What are you watching? What are you reading? You know, also for mental health, read something. Have hobbies. When you don't have hobbies and you just watch negative stuff all day, your health is going to decline physically and mentally. I've seen it over and over. It will be inevitable. So have hobbies. Keep your brain sharp. Keep your mind moving. Um, engage with people. Socialize with people that, that inspire, inspire you, that make you feel good. Um, you know, watch the drinking. That also can impact your, your mental health. So I think those are good tips that will help you out. And, and you know, I mean, these are, these are tried and tested, and I stand by all of these, but I believe that your mental health is as important as your physical health. And, you know, you can take care of them uh, in conjunction. And now most doctors will, you know, will ask you questions about how your mental health is, and they can refer you to somebody who is trained in that field. So there you go. Um, OG1965 writes in, how do you stay organized and productive throughout the day? Awesome question. I actually talked to a lot of my guy friends about this, and, and actually a lot of my female friends too. The key to organization for me, make a damn list. <laughs> no, for real. Make a list, make a, a to-do list. One list might just be, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess they're both to-do lists, but a little bit different. So I, typically I'll have two lists. One list is like a supply list. Like this is shit I know I need to get for me throughout the day. Maybe it's like a, a shopping list. Maybe it's, um, you know, it might be a list of just items that I need, but are not tied to a specific store. Like, oh, this is my Target list. This is my Walmart list. This is my Best Buy list. Just boom, stuff I got to get. But the key list I, I, I like to have is my to-do list. That sucker, I make my to-do list the day before, okay? And usually I make it at night. It, it might be some stuff I didn't get done, you know, the day of. But things I know that are coming for the next day. And I, I live by it. 
Um, no, don't be so rigid that you're inflexible. Don't be so rigid that if you don't get a chance to do something, you beat yourself up. But you do want to, you know, you do want to do your best to knock that list out. And that's how I stay organized and productive. Um, I try and split that to-do list in the AM stuff and PM stuff, things I'm going to do before lunch, things I'm going to do after lunch. Uh, look at when you feel your best. Some people are night people, so they, you know, they bump around during the day getting what they have to get done. But at night, when the sun goes down, boom, they're they're on fire. That might be the time you handle some of your bigger or more difficult tasks, provided that there's not a time frame. Like, you know, you got to get to the bank. You're like, oh, shit, I kick ass when I well, it's nine o'clock at night, but the, the bank ain't open. You know, that kind of thing. Um, also, I like to automa- automate. I can't talk again today, guys. I'm sorry. I like to automate as much of my life as possible. So I set alarms rather than trying to figure out what time I got to wake up. Um, I don't use a snooze button. I've never used the snooze button in my life. I hate the snooze button. I, I, my alarm goes off, I get up. Um, I try and shave off some of my get-up time. So in the morning, I try and get up an extra 10 minutes earlier. So I give myself back about an hour every week. I listen I listen to my body. So my body is like, nope, let's go to bed early. I go to bed early. If my body says, shit, let's stay up late, but get up later tomorrow, then that's what I do. Uh, Crock-pots, air fryers, I try and, um, I try and automate automate god i can't talk automate and make easy meal prep and and cooking and stuff like that i split up cleaning you know days i want to mop and sweep and everything it's on my calendar and days i want to just and laundry days it's on my calendar so you know in addition to a to-do list i do keep a calendar of bills i keep a calendar of you know appointments i keep a calendar just I like to have everything laid out because the more organized you are, the more you're more you are prepared for things to pop up. Now there's always things in life that you have no control over. That's life. But the things you can control and be prepared for, let's uh let's make a list. What are some fashion tips for men to look stylish without breaking the bank? This is an anonymous one. You know, um, I had a great guest on the show, a guy named Elevated Styles. Uh, check him out on YouTube. He's also on TikTok. You know, find a style and um, find places that have that look but are not super pricey. It's like, I, you know, I change styles sometimes. You know, I'm always going to be like a, a jeans and, and nice T-shirt kind of guy. But, you know, you can find nice jeans at Kohl's, nice jeans at Target, nice jeans at um, – you know, some places that aren't going to break the bank necessarily. Um, you know, some people aren't all about the name brand, and I'm not one of those people. I'm not about the name brand. I like quality, and sometimes quality is not, you know, going to be that $300 pair of jeans, but that $40 pair of jeans is pretty damn good, or $25 pair of jeans. So find your style first and shop around, and you'll – you can find a way to, you know, to look stylish without breaking the bank. Accessories are big. I, I love accessories. I'm all about, you know, I wear a, a Fitbit watch, but I also like to wear rings. I also like to wear bracelets. Um, so, yeah, it, it brings your style. It brings a flavor to your apparel and your wardrobe, but it does not break the bank. So there you go. Uh, Budget Brother writes in, what are some – I'm sorry. Um Nope, I'm sorry, I mixed that up. Mixed up. 
We got Grooming Guru writes in. I love these names. What are some common grooming mistakes men make and how can they be avoided? Oh, so good. So good. Um, a big grooming mistake that men make is not giving a damn about how they look. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Keep that hair cut. Keep those nails cut. Nothing worse than a guy with some ratty-ass, nasty fingernails and toenails. Okay? Um, brush your teeth. Gargle. Gargle. Make sure your breath is good. Have mints. Um, eye cream. You know, I mean, there's guys, we get, especially, you know, I'm, I'm black. You guys know that. And when I don't take care of like my, the skin underneath my eyes, I get dark circles. And I look, look like some kind of fucking zombie sometimes. So get that eye cream, guys. All right. You want to get that eye cream with retinol in it. It will rejuvenate. It'll bring vitality back to that area under your eyes. Uh, skincare. A lot of guys, we go around dry as shit. Knock that off. Moisturize that skin. Uh, I'm all about the cocoa butter. You know, if you try and grab me, I'll slip right out of your fingers. <laughs> uh, Vaseline and cocoa butter. That, that keeps my skin looking good. My hands. I get ashy. I got, I literally have to keep Vaseline around me all, at all times. And I'm only talking about because my hands get dry. Nasty, nasty asses. Um, yeah, no, I, I try and keep as hydrated as possible. Drink water. Water is key for your, your grooming. You know, it helps out with the way your skin looks, help, helps out with the way your eyes look and help out with your hair. Okay. Let's avoid soaps that dry out the skin. Let's use loofahs. You know, I, I was not a loofah guy and only until recently, but you know, let's bar soap, eh, let's skip the bar soap and go to like the, the body wash and the loofah. Uh, let's shampoo, let's condition, all this stuff. Things that you hear women do that you might be like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Um, yeah, no, I mean, take advantage of that. There's a reason why it works for them and so it can work for you. Uh, we got two more questions if I am correct. Let's see. Um, TWG writes in, how can men develop better time management skills? Great question. Kind of goes back to what I said earlier about uh, lists. Make a list, make a to-do list for the next day. Split it, split it up. <laughs> Jack can't talk. Split it up between a.m. and p.m. Then split it up between um, importance. Actually, I back up. Importance first and a.m. and p.m. If you've got a list of 10 things to do today, those 10 things, you know, do one, two, and three. Ones absolutely have to get done today or it's the end of the world. Two should get done today, but they can be done anytime in these 24 hours. Three would be nice to get them done today, but they can roll over to tomorrow. And then split that up between a.m. and p.m. Also, key to your time management skills is fucking stick to what you say you're going to do. Don't say, I'm going to get this done today, and then say, eh, I got tired, and eh, something popped up. No, get shit done. If you get shit done, it becomes a habit. You do it enough times, it becomes a habit, and it changes who you are. And you're no longer that person who's not reliable, that person who says they're going to do something that doesn't. You become a person that, you know, what you say is is what you're going to do. L.O. Cool J, I love him as an actor, as a musician. He is known for saying, word is bond, and word is bond. So your word will become just boom. That's what you say you're going to do. You're going to do it. And I love that. So 
time management, make a list, split the list up, use a lot of list triage, you know, like hospitals, how they have triage, your projects and to do are, can be the same way. Yeah. Just practice getting stuff done, getting stuff knocked out. Um, also what helps out with time management is delegation. If there's things that need to get done that you can ask somebody else to do, especially like if at work and it's a, your, your team project, you know, give some of that shit out, get it off your plate. And that'll help you out with uh, with management stuff. So also, I know I keep saying the last thing, but also be respective of other people's time. Uh, that helps out with time management. Because like, let's say, for example, um, you need to know if you have to be somewhere for a presentation. Don't wait till like the day of or the day before to ask the people who are involved. Ask them like a week in advance. So, you, you know, they can know what they may need to look at in order to answer you. People will really appreciate you respecting their time and they will in turn respect yours. And it's going to help out with you managing things. Uh, last question that we have here. Um, let's see. Sorry, guys, I'm coming through sound. Some of these were from last week. So, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> DD writes in. What are some tips for men to improve their dating game? Yes, Didi. All right. So, number one, be the best you you can be and always be improving. That means physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Make sure you have a physical. Make sure you have a doctor that you know that you know where you're at in terms of your health. Uh, have a counselor. Have a therapist so you know what you're bringing to the table. Uh, you know what triggers are, et cetera, et cetera. Work with a financial planner so that you know where you are in terms of your own money and have a uh, workout routine so that you are constantly improving your own physical health. These are not for the other person. You're not doing these things because you're trying to attract, you know, the hottest, the, the sexiest, the brightest. That's nice and you want that, but you cannot be of any use to yourself in the dating game if your shit isn't together. So that's number one. Get your shit together. Number two, figure out what you want from, from dating. Do you want just some casual hookups or are you looking for something long-term, long-term, like super long-term? Figure that out. And then when you start dating, let that be known. Now, you're not going to come out like crazy, like, oh, hey, you want to get coffee? Yeah, but I just want to let you know that I'm looking to get married. Oh, <laughs> easy, man, easy. But at some point, you don't want to be stringing someone along. And, you know, after a couple of dates or something, they might, you know, or you might say, hey, I, I enjoy seeing you, obviously, and I enjoy spending time with you. But I just want to let you know that I'm just out here casually uh, dating. You know, I'm not, I just came off of something or whatever. I'm not trying to do anything like super serious. I just didn't want to waste your time. Or the reverse. I'm looking for a serious relationship and if that's not where you're at, I, I totally respect that. I just don't want to get our, our wires crossed and miscommunicate. That shit will guarantee you some good dating. Because that's some grown-up stuff you're saying right there. Whoever you're dating, male, female, whatever, they're going to respect that shit. And they're going to go, damn, this is a somebody to know. This is somebody to keep, you know, keep hanging out with, keep talking to, keep dating. Trust me. But only say what you mean. Don't Don't use that as just a tactic to try and keep somebody... Uh, in your sphere of influence, um, figure out how you want to get into the game of dating or, or get back into the game or stay in the game. If you, if you're about apps, if you're about going to parties, if you're about, uh, blind dates, 
and learn about whatever method you're going to use and, and use it. You know, learn about Tinder or, or you know, whatever <laughs> app you're going to be on and, um, you know, uh, and use it properly. And I'd say probably lastly, learn to communicate. Um, I'm sorry, second lastly, learn to communicate and know what you want. So learn to communicate. At some point, you will be in front of this person or you'll be talking to this person or you'll be texting this person. Hi. Hey, good morning. How you doing? You know, good evening, good afternoon, that kind of thing. Don't just want to hook up. No, sucker. Learn how to talk. Learn how to communicate. Learn how to listen, which is a big part of communicating. Learn how to listen to someone talk and pick out what they're saying in your head so you are building a, a mental um, stockpile of who they are and what they're about. Learn how to, and this we're still in communication, learn how to relay your information. Learn how to talk about your interests. Learn how to, um, just how to listen is important, you know. Learn your audience, what jokes you can make, what jokes you cannot. You know, a good rule of thumb, don't go in there making jokes that could be questionable and everybody's opinion on questionable is different. So just really don't go in there making too many jokes. Um, and like I said before, know what you want and, and don't settle for anything less. Okay. That's key. I don't care how hot he or she is. Don't go in there and, and sell yourself short and just, oh my God, I'm just so happy to be with somebody. No, don't do that. Know what you want know what you're worth and go get it all right fellas uh, i always love doing ask jags keep the questions coming keep the comments coming and stick around catch me on social media at game on with jack and game on with jack shop you guys are awesome keep it sexy game on <laughs>